We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning and welcome. It's 835 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. The day after, but it's not done yet. Election Day 2022, extending now into Wednesday. Some good things, some good things in Florida. One of them is the winner we're going to talk to right now, State Representative Chuck Clemens. Congratulations, Chuck. Way to go. Hey, thank you, Bob. Uh, it's a great day to be in the free state of Florida. I, you know, I'll ask you some of the same things I, I wanted input from Kat on, which is, you know, what do you think about Miami-Dade going red? Is that not a great sign? Uh, I think it's a sign of the times, and and what that means is, Bob, that uh, the Democrats, the progressive left, uh, no one is buying their message. You have to have a message, and you know, in the last two years, we've uh, we've found ourselves where everything costs more. Uh, you have the highest inflation in forty years, Bob, and uh, all the progressives can talk about is uh, social issues, and people want to care about pocketbook issues, and that was reflective in the vote in Florida yesterday. Yeah, why Why so reflective in Florida in particular, but not in, say, New York, where they have a big crime problem and Hochul escaped. Whitmer was big into the lockdown, lockdown schools, all that, the governor in Michigan, and somehow uh, she escaped. So, I mean, um, how come not not the, the pocketbook issues didn't seem to necessarily resonate with a lot of voters? Well, I believe, Bob, some people have a higher tolerance for pain. <laughs> and I think the people, the people in Florida, just said enough is enough, and uh, it was reflective in the overwhelming vote yesterday. Um, Bob, we're going to have a supermajority in both the Florida Senate with uh, 25 senators, uh, I believe the last count, and in the Florida House, we picked up seven seats to have 80, 85 seats in the Florida House, which is a supermajority in, in both both the Senate and the House. That's that's never happened. Let's just go ahead and secede from the union right now, then. <laughs> you know, if we did, Bob, we would be, the I think, the 11th largest economy in the world. I know. Isn't that incredible? Uh, now that, well, you, got it. Now that yeah, you're going to have the supermajority, uh, one of the things uh, I've asked a couple of uh, folks about, uh, state senators, state reps, the uh, constitutional carry issue. The governor said uh, he would do it. The new uh, incoming ag uh, Commissioner Wilton Simpson, we just talked to him yesterday about it. He said he's all for it. Uh, do you think this time it will make it out of committee and something will happen? I believe not only will it make it out of committee, it will be one of the lower-numbered uh, bills in the House of Representatives and the lower the number, uh, the, the higher the importance. Um, and I think that you'll see come March 5th when the session gavels in that that will be one of the first bills that will be uh, undertaken. Fantastic. Now, on a local level, it's interesting that single-member districts passed, and I think that's fantastic, um, but to have that pass and then no one was able to take uh, a seat away from a Democrat, at least in the, the county, um, how, how do you see it? How do you explain that? 
Well, I explain it this way. Uh, if you look at the voter registration, uh, only 26% of the registered voters in Alachua County are registered as Republicans. That means for, for almost for every one Republican vote, there are three other votes. Mathematically, it's, it's almost impossible to elect a Republican countywide. That's why, uh, listening to the 45,000 uh, voters in Alachua County who said, look, we want to elect our, our commissioners by district, that opens an entire new frontier for candidates that are more, uh, I'd say, closer to the mainstream thinking in Alachua County. And I think uh, in two years from now, when the election happens again, you're going to see some movement to the center. Right on. Now, uh, Governor DeSantis, clearly a rock star. <laughs> the numbers bear that out. He is uh, loved here in the Sunshine State and I think many other places. But therein lies another problem. Uh, if, is he going to be drawn toward a presidential race? And I guess I want to get your take on what you think the, you know, the dynamic could be between him and, and Trump, but then also uh, who would be viable for maybe the, the governor's gig if he gives it up. Well, uh, you know, it, that's that's kind of a Monday morning uh, guessing on what might happen two years. I, I, I guess that Governor DeSantis is not only the, the leading candidate for the Republican Party for the president of the United States, I believe that he's going to run and I believe he's going to win. And w- what will that do for Florida? Listen, Florida has a deep bench of, of Republican uh, conservative leaders. Uh, should uh, the governor leave in two years? We have a very capable lieutenant governor in Jeanette Nunez mm-hmm, from true. Miami-Dade County. She would be the first. Um, she would be the first Hispanic governor. She'd be the first woman governor of Florida. I think that will continue the red wave, and uh, I'm, I think the future is bright in, in Florida and in the United States. Well, now with the supermajority, uh, we talked about the you know, constitutional carry. Uh, what are a couple other priorities, priorities that you'd like to maybe try to get done, you know, in the near future? Well, the, the one that's on DEFCON 1, Bob, is the insurance debacle, the insurance of train wreck that we have here in Florida. And we will never be able to, to make positive movement until we keep the licensed, uh, trial attorneys at bar. There are some, some bad apples. There's a lot of great trial attorneys, but there's a handful of bad ones um, that are causing the majority of this loss because of lawsuits. Uh, you've heard this countless times. We have 7% of the homeowners policies in the United States, and we have almost 80% of the litigation uh, coming from homeowners policies in the United States. And that is so disproportionate, and that means we've got to pull out the core of the problem and do some tort reform. Is is any of it the fault of insurance companies that the way that they write their policies perhaps leaves it too open or vague to interpretation, and that's where some of these lawyers kind of jump in there and take advantage of it? Well, look, uh, I've, I've been licensed in insurance since 1982. I don't practice it, but I keep my licenses up. I did it for many years. Look, um, the insurance companies need to pay exactly the terms of the contract and the policy. And I have uh, worked with Jimmy Petronas uh, on consumer protection things to make sure that insurance companies don't fraud, shortchange, or otherwise cheat any of their policyholders. But at the same time, you can't take in uh, uh, X number of premiums, Bob, and pay out 2X in claims. Right. And the, the, the differential there is because of the uh, one-way attorney's fees, and it costs more, Bob, 
to to fight these lawsuits than it does to settle. So that's why someone can come up, knock on your door, and say, "Hey, Mr. Rose, I noticed that you have shingle that's off in the corner. I can get you a new roof for free." Well, you know, there's nothing for free, and the rest of the policyholders in the state of Florida is helping to pay for a lot of those new roofs, and that's just not not just. So, who's got more lobbyists in Tallahassee? Insurance companies or trial lawyers? The trial lawyers, uh, it's obvious, <laughs> okay. uh, because we, ha- we, have, we haven't been able to, to pack. And let me share with you, it's a lot easier to, to, uh, to, to kill a bill, to torpedo a bill, than it is to pass a bill. Uh, you just get in the Senate, one, one Senate uh, chairman can stop a bill outright in uh, barring removing that person as chair. You can't do anything about it. I've had two bills, Bob, in the last six years, pass unanimously in the Florida House of Representatives, and one chairman in the uh, Senate stopped and killed the bill. Wow. All right. So, and we appreciate it. It's uh, folks like you and uh, State Senator Perry that come on the show and give us kind of behind the scenes the nomenclature of how it works in, in Tallahassee. And hopefully we increase our understanding and, and hopefully we can help you make good things happen for Floridians. And you're right. This is uh, topic number one is homeowners insurance. Yes, sir. Uh, we appreciate you being on the air always, and uh, we Thanks, very Bob. much we very much congratulate you with another win, uh, State Representative Chuck Clements. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.